one. And we are recording with two men who officially don't exist, who work for uh, a government group that doesn't exist. But clearly they exist because they're back on my podcast. And um, if anybody ever takes me out, I imagine it will be them. But Mr. Basilbaz, Mr. Dale Comstock, and uh, today this is episode 1025, 1000, I don't know. Sunday, December 11th, 2022, 8, 12 p.m. Eastern time. Um, I guess just to kind of tail into what, uh, Dale, you were talking about about an hour ago is, can you go into uh, your, your G20 experience? I feel like that would be a kind of a good point to jump off from. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so my company, um, in Bali, we were tasked with security for one of the events. Um, and I won't go into the client, but, uh, basically, you know, we were providing, uh, executive protection and explosive detector patrol dogs, um, for one of the venues, um, on G20. And, what was interesting is because I was there, I got an opportunity to listen to a lot of the speeches and presentations. And um, honestly, I wasn't surprised one bit. You know, this was, G20 was a liberal love fest is what it was, um, liberal love fest. And so I won't go into the people that showed up there, but uh, here's, what it, here's what the theme was, at least in the parts that I, that I heard. Um, we have a food shortage, we have a water shortage, we have an energy shortage, there's a pandemic, there will be more pandemics, we all need uh, <clears throat> um, um, electronic vaccine cards, and oh yeah, the Russians are bad and we're all going to die. And so the world needs to come together and create one world government for everybody's safety so we can manage all this stuff. That was basically a central theme. <clears throat> and I'm looking at these guys spending millions and millions of dollars to, to run uh to run their little symposium and and to say all these things to their audience and to the cameras. I've actually saw it all on the news. You know, I've seen the, you know, we've got to all have the, you know, the, the electronic vaccine card so that every, uh, you know, back to the passport so everybody can travel freely for the next vac- um, pandemic and, and go to work. And we know, you know, who needs to stay, you know, what, what this all said was, we need to control everybody. We need to scare everybody, first of all, and tell them we're running out of food, water, um, and energy, and we're all going to die, or you're all going to die, if you don't listen to us smart guys at the top that want to work together to help you and make you safe. Yeah, you'll have to give up your security, but uh, at least you'll be safe. You'll have plenty of food and water, and your, your lights will be on. All bullshit, okay? We're not running out of food. We're not running out of water and energy, okay? Or any energy shortage we have is a self-inflicted gunshot wound, okay? <laughs> There's plenty of energy. There's plenty of means to create energy, okay? Um, the pandemic was a scamdemic. I don't give it. It was a lie, okay? Yeah, the virus was real. Here's a newsflash. COVID's been around for 20,000 years. I've been vaccinating my canines for canine COVID for probably over 35 years, okay? Um, this is not something necessarily that, why is it new? Because it's now it's infected humans. Actually, I think a bunch of my canines died from COVID, from human COVID. Um, I had 45 dogs, and I lost quite a few uh, when all that happened with some really weird symptoms. But, um, you know, so, you know, but they, they weaponized it. You know, it was a bioweapon as far as I'm concerned. You know, was it, uh, did it start in China? Yeah, that was kind of the, the, the launch point. But was it really started by a Chinese? I got a feeling that, uh, I got a feeling the Americans had a hand in that too. Maybe even maybe old Mr. Fauci had had a hand in that. But anyways, 
Um, and then the, the war, you know, the Russians, the Russians are bad, they're evil. Okay. You know what? Uh, this might sound, uh, you know, sacrilegious on my part or whatever, but let's say, let's look at the Russians, for example, you know, when the Russians showed up in Cuba, when we had the Cuban Missile Crisis, we were scared because they're on our doorstep. So we lost our shit with, you know, John F. Kennedy. Now, you know, the Russians going, hey, NATO's on my doorstep after they said they would never expand okay and here they are still expanding and they're right on our doorstep so the russians said you know what we're going to do something and so they're doing it and we're mad at them because we actually broke a promise and and they're and they're responding regardless of what their agenda is as well but uh, it's all happening so at the end of the day man this is not about um this is about one thing man this is about this is about the cabal this is about you know, one world government about this great reset Israel. Um, I, I, there's, I don't want to go into all the things that I know and what I have learned and all the research I've done and the people I've spoken to and what's going on in this planet. But, uh, you know, this is not a conspiracy. It's only a conspiracy to those less informed or less educated. But those that actually are informed and educated will understand that uh, we are in this fifth generation warfare. It's real. It's happening. Um, just because we don't see bullets and missiles flying doesn't mean it's not a war. Um, it's, it doesn't have to be a war. Um, you know, the, the objective here is to control people, control economies, to control governments, um, and ultimately control the war. And so that's kind of my take on the G20. Um, you know, and I, I can't say I was surprised, um, but when I heard everything, I just stood there and shook my head. And I'm like, you know, there it is. You know, they're saying all the quiet stuff out loud, you know, and, and they're saying it boldly like, you know, this is, you know, we got to really be careful because we're running out of food and water. Um, yeah, bullshit. Baz, Baz, your thoughts, your inputs. <clears throat> well, it is true. About everything Dale's saying is, is right on target as far as I, you know, all the things I've experienced. Um, I don't think the... Uh, one world government issue is much of a surprise to anybody anymore. Um, I think what we have to start asking ourselves is, what are you going to choose to do about it? You know, and and it and you can't take on the global elite, so to speak. But what you can do is we can cover our own backyard. So a lot of people will say, well, you're back into being an isolationist again with the United States. Yeah, well, you're absolutely right, because yeah. when we were, we were the most powerful country in the world. Um, when we took care of, we have more of everything in America that we need to sustain ourselves, uh, pretty much than the rest of the world put together. So, you know, when people ask, ask the question as to why would people want to have a one world government? Um, look, you rule the world, you own the assets. You own the assets, you own power, greed, more money. And everybody becomes your slave, and that's that's been the case since uh, probably since the beginning of time. I don't think it's as much about what they're doing, as I said earlier, is as much as and for the audience, what are you going to do about it? And um, you won't have to go far; it will show up on your own doorstep. It's it's showing up on our doorstep right now with Biden, the Biden administration. You know, we've we've we see the corruption, we see. And the political, the politicalization, or the politicizing, excuse me, of our three-letter agencies. We see them doing things and basically laughing in the face of the American public and its representatives with the open border, whatever it may be. 
Um, no, you know, when Dale mentions the cabal, he's exactly right. It's funny because, you know, that whole show I was on the blacklist, it was always about fighting the cabal, right? And, uh, you know, I, I took it kind of tongue in cheek from the Hollywood side, but, you know, later I found out <laughs> it was pretty much true. So it's real. Look at, call them the cabal, call them the cartel, call them whatever you want to call them. But, yeah, there's a lot of people on people's payrolls. And I think if we don't, uh, we don't fence on our own backyard right now. I think we're going to end up, we won't be able to fight against the G20. won't be able to fight against the Gates and the Fauci's. But what we can do is we can hold them accountable in a, in for what they've been doing and what they're doing, what they intend to do in the future. The problem we run into now is that the judicial system is broken. DOJ is controlled by administration. Um, so they know they can say it right in front of your face and nothing's going to be done about it. What we have to do is change that and have to have something done about it. And then they'll stay off of backs. But I think that, I think we're getting to some kind of mass issues here where, um, and you've heard me say this before, I don't advocate violence, sure. but there's enough patriots in America that realize that the system's broken and they're not going to hang around much longer and take much more of this crap, to be honest with you. They're going to start strategically aligning themselves. They're not going to do January 6th again. They're too smart for that. But what they are going to do is um, they'll start serving up justice themselves. You know, I think that's what we're going to see happen. Thank you. You know, to your point, Boz, I think you're right, but here's the other thing that's kind of scary is how many guys that were on the right are now woke. I'm seeing Green Berets that have turned leftist. Oh, yeah. They're, they're protecting and defending and advocating all the bullshit that's going on right there. Um, yeah. That's what really concerns me is what is happening. There are so many guys that were in the military, combat arms, they're becoming woke and uh, they're no longer, they're not no longer in our camp. They're in the other camp, you know? Yeah, um, yeah it's kind of, it's kind of like McChrystal and his group. Remember when McChrystal just went left, you know, and it was like, Whoa, what did, what happened with him? You know? Right. So I don't know if these people were recruited earlier on, or sometimes I think Dale and Tommy, I think that they're the type of people that will compromise for a paycheck and power, and I think that's why they do it. To be honest with you, yeah. they don't really have a moral compass. Blackmail, yeah. leverage. But it could be blackmail too. Yeah, you, know, you never any, know what uh, it is. Yeah, a voice, yeah. but um, yeah, you're exactly right. We're seeing a lot of that, and it's really surprising too to us as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dale, what you were saying earlier about uh the cabal, you were saying there is, there is a group of people fight fighting back. And it, I don't know if you can go into that, what you were talking. And again, yeah, for all legal distinctions, no, not advocating violence, obviously. I'm sitting here in slippers and, and, and sweatpants. I'm not I'm not a I'm not a ground branch operators like these two gentlemen. I'm I'm Tommy. But um, you were saying something about the 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 whatever trillion dollar. I don't know. Can you go into that or was that not for podcast? Um, well, if you, if you look at, if you do a lot of reading and digging and searching, right. Um, 
you'll see that there's some movements of, and the reason I bring this up, um, I was approached by a woman a month ago. It's actually one of my former coaching clients. She's a doctor, um, anyway, very well educated. She presented, it wasn't even a business opportunity. And uh, it's not a secret. And I'll just, I'll just say it um, because it's out there on the internet. There's Facebook pages related to it. <clears throat> so she was asking me about, um, she was telling me about med beds. And, uh, and basically, I don't know if you've ever heard of med beds, Boz, but. Uh, I have, I've actually used them. Yeah. Had, okay. Yeah, so, I know the inventor, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the physiologist, the, her, it's uh, Rose. Um, oh my gosh, what's Rose's full name? Well, anyway, go ahead, please, Dale. Yeah. So, um, so when she brought it up, I was thinking hyperbaric chamber. She goes, "No, these are actually medical beds that are based on works off a of resonant frequency." Blah 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 blah. You know, it basically can help cure people, restore people's health um, down at the cellular level through frequency energy. Blah blah blah. Which I'm totally on board with because that's actually what I teach, anyways, in a lot of my performance coaching. I talk a lot about uh, energy, frequency, uh, the nervous system. Um, you know, even Nikola Tesla, you know, Albert Einstein have all said the same thing, you know, everything's frequency. And anyways, without going on a tangent, so she was, she was telling me about these med beds, said that she's on board with a group that's going to get, uh, you know, she's, at, uh, I guess, allocated five facilities internationally to set up a med bed facility where people can come in and uh, get restorative treatment or just treatment <coughs> or different illnesses in this bed. And so I was trying to get my head around it. And uh, I said, so explain the business model. I said, how do you make money, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she goes, it's totally free. I go, what do you mean it's completely free? She goes, yeah, people come in and get this treatment for free. I said, well, how do you make money? And she goes, well, she goes, there's money set aside already for you should, to cover everything. You want me to help with security, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and so I'm trying to get my head around it, head around it, head around it. I'm, like, okay, I'm trying to figure this thing out. How's this bit? What, I, what the problem was, I was thinking in conventional business terms. And then it occurred to me, and then I started doing more research, talking to more people, and it all started coming together. All right, these medical beds have been around for a while, but they've been suppressed, just like cancer treatments and a whole lot of things. There's a lot of cures out there that the pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know about because you know they're in, they're in it for profit. They're not here to save your life. Uh, they're here to extend your life or keep you alive long enough to keep giving you more medicine and take more of your money. That's a fact. Okay. Not saying that pharmaceutical companies haven't had a good, done a good thing either. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to remember it's a, it, they're a business. Okay. And we can take this COVID vaccine bullshit. And there's a, a glaring example of how they have profited and lied to get the profits. Right. So it's all starting to come out now. Um, but anyways, so I said, so you're telling me somebody's going to give you lots of money to set up med beds that people come in for free and utilize them. I said, how, how do you make money? She goes, well, basically, uh, we set up a, a salary system or whatever, and, uh, and we, we pay you through the system, right? Of this money that's out there. I'm like, well, where the hell is this money coming from, right? So, but now I know. Um, I know the money's already out there because the money comes from it's coming from somewhere else. It's coming from money that's already been there. It's, and again, I don't think I'm speaking out, uh, out of turn here when I say, you know, I've, again, I've done some reading, some research. There are trillions of dollars of gold, gold uh, certificates, lots of things, assets that are hoarded away around the planet. Um, and that's 
where the money's going to come from. There's going to be, a, you know, there's the reset. And then there's going to be the other side of the camp that's going to push back on the reset, the good guys. Um, so for, to, to, to interrupt, for everyone listening, uh, there's a book, I pulled it up, called uh, Gold Warriors by Sterling and Peggy Seagrave. They both passed away. But America's Secret Recovery of Yamashita's Gold. Yamashita, I believe, is a Japanese general. It's a great book. You'll all into it about how they had yet trillions and trillions of dollars of gold that was never in the official world gold reserve. So currency, obviously, you can inflate, but there's a set amount of gold. The whole value of this, aside from being trillions of dollars of gold, is that it was gold off the books. It was recovered primarily by the United States, going in and literally finding all these caves throughout the Pacific Island chain. And eventually, I think it was Richard Bissell uh, headed it up, and it was to be a slush fund of the biggest, the slush fund to end all slush funds that we would use for black operations to fight the communists for the next five decades. And this was back in the 40s. So there is an entire book about it. It's a bestseller book you can find on Amazon, documented, cited everything. There was, and still is, there is a mass of, of gold that was never officially documented into this system, which gave it value, no pun intended, of more than just its weight in gold, is it was, I guess, like black gold, if you will, off the books, unvouchered funds. So just as a little <laughs> insertion into what Dale is day, saying, it's called it's uh, Yamashita's gold. That's a good point, right? So, and there's a lot of that. It's not just his gold either. <laughs> um, and so, um, a couple other things, right? So, for example, you know, for a long time, I always thought the Federal Reserve was a government entity. Did you know the Federal Reserve? No, is- yeah, yeah. Now that's that's kind of a watershed moment for everyone when you realize uh, like this isn't even American. <laughs> how about how about the central bank, right? Yeah, there's yeah, another, yeah, owned by yeah, 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 it's owned by yeah, so, yeah. You know, so anyways, you know they. And this is what I said earlier. Most people just are not aware of what's really going on because it takes too much time and work for them to think it through. But if they understand it, they'll understand the impact it's going to have on their lives and on the world. And that's where we are. I saw a video yesterday. It's funny because so there's this thing called the reticulated activation system, right? Basically, the way I described it, I described it earlier, Tommy, you know, you, you drive down the road, you see this really badass Lamborghini with a tool paint scheme on it. i never seen one like that. You got the money to buy. You're like, man, I would look good in that thing. It's one of a kind. You buy it. And the next day you drive around and you see it everywhere. It's like everybody's got one. It's like, damn, I thought, it was, <laughs> what happened? It's because it's, it was all, they were always there. Okay. But what happens is the subconscious now makes the conscious aware of these vehicles and suddenly you see them everywhere. Otherwise, you know, they were there in plain sight. You just didn't see them because, you know, you, you weren't engaged, right? So, um, and so what's happening is the more I get into this, like this G20 thing has made me start looking around and looking closer and maybe think more of it. And as the more I think of it, all these, all this information is just popping up, bubbling up everywhere all around me. I'm like, wow, it's all in front of my face. I watched a video yesterday with a guy um, giving a speech and he was talking about Africa and how the Western world, the rest of the world needs to keep Africa impoverished, right? And the reason they keep Africa impoverished is one of the um, richest resource, uh, resource richest countries in the world, right? And so if we can keep them impoverished, uh, we can get their resources on the cheap, right? The, the, the West, the central bank, the growth of the world, right? Basically they're taking advantage, robbing Africa. And he said it out loud. There's a video of it. I'll have to send it to you when I get done here. Um, but he's saying it out loud. 
you know, and he's given up when we must do this, why we must keep them suppressed so we can get their stuff, you know, and exploit it for, you know, for the rest of the world's benefit. And wow, you know, and so, you know, the problem is, as human beings, man, we all think that we're all moral. Everybody's moral like us. We all have a moral conscience. We all want to do the right thing. That's bullshit. Most men are evil. They're evil, man. And they will, they will screw you over in a minute. We see that all the time in business. Okay. In love, we see it, right? So, um, so why would this be any different? It's not, man. People, you know, money and power corrupts people. And so anyways, this is, you know, to your answer, you know, to your question earlier, you know, my take on it is like this. We are this fifth generation warfare. We're in it just because we're not shooting bullets and missiles. Doesn't mean we're not an all out in a, in a war. We have been for a very long time. And, uh, and, and our, some of the, some of the enemy combatants out there. Okay. Many of them are in our government. All right. Many of them look what happened just on the Twitter files just came out right now. Oh, we got yeah. Michelle Obama. All right. That wretch going to come in and tell Twitter, you need to get Trump off of here. Blah, blah, blah. Who the hell is she? Who are you? You're nobody. You're some dude's spouse. And he's probably from Africa after all, you know, He's probably not an American citizen. He's also a damn, you know, a joke. And you're his wife, and you're going to tell Twitter you better get this guy, get the sitting president off of Twitter. You know, this is the problem, man. We're living it, man. And so, you know, you know, like Boss said, man, something's got to happen. Something is happening. Um, without me going into details right now, something is happening. And it's good. Um, and it's good. And it's pay attention. Pay real close attention. It's happening. We're going to win. Um, things are going to turn around. The cabal is going to lose. Um, they're going to lose because not everybody's on board with them. There are moral people out here that want to do the right thing for humanity, and they will leverage a lot of money to, to win, and uh, and we will win. I, I just love that, like, Boz had no idea what we were talking about coming into this episode. Neither did I. We jump on here, and Dale and I just start screaming about about Yamashita's golden med beds and, and Boz is just sitting there nodding like note to self, <laughs> note to self. I'm never going on Tommy's show again. Um, <laughs> Boz, is, Boz is a gentleman. Um, but no, it's so, you know, and, we, and we've talked about this. I've talked about it both with both of you extensively. I mean, I, I really do believe in, I don't think it's horseshit. I genuinely believe in the, the importance of, of meditation and visualization and, not just me, Einstein, Tesla. It, it go down the go down the rabbit hole. The most successful people that have ever existed talk about this. Um, but another thing I kind of look at is is I think I think we all suspected what was in the Twitter files, right? But it's anyone can make an accusation without evidence, right? I you know I'm banned from all of them, so obviously I hate them all. But you have you know extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence, so it's it's certainly vindicating to see the uh, the intercept release those FOIA requests from the the DHS Department of Homeland Security having those back-end portals on Instagram Facebook uh, YouTube Google Twitter Reddit this that news article was released on October 31st so about 40 days ago and then now recently in the last week week and a half uh, the Twitter files about direct uh, collusion with uh, the DNC the Biden campaign and the Biden White House on suspension of Trump and other elected representatives, let alone candidates. And then back to the DHS leaks or the FOIA requests. And uh, what a surprise. It started as 
vaccine injuries and misinformation and quickly expanded to no negative coverage of uh, the withdrawal from uh, Afghanistan, U.S. involvement in Ukraine, inflation, and a border crossing. So what a surprise that power was quickly abused. So I'm serving up all that to say I don't, and maybe this is just the optimist in me. Maybe this is the me that, that prays and, you know, hopes that, you know, we'll seek God's hand is that if this is, if this was all happening, we know it was happening through the Twitter files. That means these people are aware of obviously what they're doing as they were the ones doing it. That's not too much of a, of an idea to grasp. They would then know that no one could ever come into Twitter because it's an active treasonous crime scene. And they know that someone like Elon Musk, if he buys it would, would do this because he doesn't care. That purchase wouldn't have gone through without some very powerful elected and or unelected people signing off on it. You just, you just, that just doesn't happen. And I guess that is my, my cause for optimism is that wouldn't have been allowed to go through. No one signed off on it and just didn't know that this was going to happen. And, you know, I don't, I think this is kind of out of any of our fields of expertise, but I kind of wanted to throw out that out there to Boz, Is there anything to chew on with that? Is that any cause for, for optimism? Am I delusional? Do I just need to keep praying? We can't hear you, boss. No, he's still muted. All right, I'll say There we are. There, you're good. Perfect. Yeah, I said you were delusional. But anyway, okay. Uh, I, I, assume, I assume that. I can see that. I can see Look, it, it doesn't matter what we discover. We're in this, and, and that we have been, we've chosen to allow ourselves to be led down a path of, Corruption and wokeism and and making us think that we're bad people if we speak up for the Constitution or for what's right and whatever it may be. And they believe that they, they being the Ball. liberal, socialist, democratic left, or whoever the bad guys want, whoever they are, they believe they have so much power that and they can just be discovered and nothing's going to happen, which is the truth. Look, did anything happen with Hillary's emails? No. Did anything happen with Wayner's computer? No. Is anything going to happen with Hunter Biden's computer? Probably not. I know that for a fact because I talked to the guys in ICE who took a look at it and said it was very damning, the information, but nothing was going to be done because his father was in the presidency. So once again, you know, in America, we believe that when we discover something or expose something, that something is being done about it. That's not the case. So the question is, how are we going to hold them accountable? Hmm. Then you can have reason for optimism. But as far as I'm concerned right now, <laughs> until I see that start happening, until I see people start going to prison for crimes they're committing, I'm not optimistic. Now, I'm not pessimistic either. I'm sure. just at the 14,000 foot level looking through the crosshairs and just saying, okay, is this going to, is it going to change? Is it going to be the same thing again? And um, right now, it's probably the same thing again. You know, 
but we'll just see, you know? I'm glad Elon Musk did what he did. But now, question you have to ask yourself, what's his motivation for? Yeah. What does he want out of this? And he Correct. might be just a good American, or is he posturing to be the great American hero so that he can lead people down a different path? I don't know, I don't know the answer to that, but um, until there's accountability and heads roll, no, I'm not optimistic at all. Fair enough. Dale? Yeah, I agree, man. There's got to be some kind of accountability. Um, <clears throat> I think it's coming. I think there's going to be accountability at some point with the things that I'm aware of and where things are starting, the trajectory. I think eventually there will be accountability. Um, there's another video that I'll have to forward that to you as well. Boss, I don't know, boss, but uh, I can send it both you. Um, there's a guy in Australia is coming out saying that in the next six months, heads are going to rule in Australia. Um, he, and basically, he's he's saying everything we're saying, but he said basically people are pulling handles, pulling levers, pushing buttons, and getting on the gas, and things are going to start happening. We've, we've uh, we're we're going into a new phase, and you know it's it's like the. Um, the law of polarity, man. You know, things swing back and forth. So we swing we we far left, it's gonna start swinging back to the right. That's what we're doing now. We're you know, I think we've hit the we've hit the, the top, man. And uh unless I and I and I fully expect that they're gonna try one more thing at least to try to slow the swing and, and might be another pandemic. Hell, they're always talking about the what's the trandemic, tridemic. You know, the flu, RSV, and, you know, Corona is coming out. Oh, my God. You know, they tried the monkey virus, and the monkey virus didn't work. Um, the reason the monkey virus didn't work is because somebody got ahead of it and go, well, the monkey virus is spread usually through homosexuals. And uh, so most people are like, oh, that ain't me, so I'm good, you know. Um, so that one didn't really work out too well. Um, and it's kind of stupid anyways, because now what you're doing is you're, you're making the homosexuals look like the, the villains, right? And so um, that was a that was a bad virus to try to leverage, but you know, it's very possible that we'll get another pandemic um, because the first one worked so well. You know, I'm here in the Philippines. I have never seen so many people still wearing a mask after their president came out. Say so you don't have to wear a mask anymore. They're wearing a mask everywhere outside. Like, oh my god, man! It's like they've been completely uh, indoctrinated into this mind maskery thing, you know. And so. Um, Indonesia, not so much. They kind of got like away from that for the most part. Um, but uh, people have been brainwashed to it, and, and they know it, it worked, right? So if it worked once, it can probably work twice. I think. I think another thing we might want to look. You know, they're trying the whole nuclear weapons thing. Russia's getting ready to launch nuclear weapons. You know, um, they, the Democrats would love that, even just one little tactical nuke, right? Because they can turn that into, you know, oh my God, we're all going to die because of the radiation. Um, it's, it's all about sensationalism. Um, it's all about fear mongering because, you know, fear motivates, man. Fear controls people. If you get people scared, you can manipulate the hell out of them. You can convince people to do all kinds of shit out of, out of fear, uh, even unfounded fears. And the reason we fear things is because we don't understand it. If people would just pay attention, learn, read, you know, uh, use your critical thinking skills, investigate. They wouldn't be afraid. And then none of this shit will work, but they keep us distracted with things like TikTok, which is a Chinese, you know, psychological weapon. 
Um, you know, they, 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 they use all these social media platforms to keep us distracted, keep our eye off of what's really going on, you know, but if people would just stop, slow down and realize this is not, and stop putting your, stop putting your power in the hands of other people, take your power back, go, no, you know what, I'm paying attention because my welfare, my children's welfare, our freedom, our way of life is at stake. And every person's got to be involved, man, to, 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 main, to maintain our freedom. Otherwise, if we give it to somebody else to manage, which is what we've done, we've given it to the U.S. government to manage it, um, we're going to lose it. They're going to take it. Not only are they going to take it, but the world, the world leaders are going to try to take it. That's what they want to do. Yeah, well, you know, Bill Gates, John Hopkins, and the WHO just simulated another pandemic. They completed oh. a desktop simulation for a new uh, enterovirus that was originating near Brazil. And supposedly this virus supposedly has a higher fatality rate than COVID-19 and disproportionately, disproportionately affects children. So you're right, Dale, they're already like, we're oh, trying to work up something else, you know? So. Great, great, you know, there you go, great. Now the kids, right? There you go. What mm -hmm. is scarier than that? You're gonna kill my kids? Oh my God, especially the women. Guess what? It's gonna pull their heartstrings. They're gonna yeah. freak out. And here's the thing with COVID. You know, I'm still amazed at how many people are, are saying, you know, millions of people in America died from COVID. No, they did not. Okay, let's be honest. Dying from COVID and dying with COVID are two separate, separate things. Even the CDC came out and said, yeah, 78% of people that died from COVID were obese. And almost 98% had four or more comorbidities. Okay, let's, let's just be honest. You know, I've got friends. I know people have died in motorcycle crashes and were labeled died from COVID. I've got a friend right now, we'll mention his name, very famous guy, him and five other guys, when COVID first came out, they got on the internet, scheduled an appointment to get a test. They all canceled their test. A week later, they got letters from the from the clinic saying, hey, you all tested positive for COVID. You know why they get, they tested positive for COVID even though they never went and got tested? It was because every positive COVID test garnered that company $1,300. And then every treatment after that, the, the follow-up with that is more money from the federal government. People were making bank off of this thing. Bank. This was yeah. all about money and power, man. And this is where this is going to go. You know, this whatever virus they invent that's going to kill kids is bullshit. Okay? Mm -hmm. And kids are going to die either way. And they're going to label it as a death from this virus, right? And so, you know, the Ebola virus. Remember when the Ebola virus came out? You know, oh, my mm -hmm. God, you know, it's going to be ugly. People bleeding out of their nose and ears and mouths and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I remember when it came out and I actually did a video series on, uh, you know, survival, you know, surviving the apocalypse, you know, at that time. And uh, how many people actually died from Ebola in the United States? Like a couple, you know, mm. and it made yeah. it out to seem like this is one of the deadliest viruses ever. We're all going down and nothing. It was, you know, <laughs> a nothing burger. Uh, so um, but now it's working. Right. I mean, how many how many viruses have come out? Right. Every like year or two. It's another virus. The swine flu, the bird flu the you know freaking the monkey flu now you know whatever there's always some freaking flu you know a virus is coming out and uh and i'm hoping people are just getting desensitized to that guy whatever just let let the virus out i don't care you know i hope that's what happens and that it will happen because eventually people will kind of get uh desensitized to that but uh you know so they got to make it scarier and scarier and boss man you know kids what can get, get, get scarier than that? What can be scarier than kids dying, right? Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's a good one. 
you know? Yeah. You, you know, they, what was it, like six months before Corona came out, they did the same thing. They had a big pandemic, you know, tabletop Bars. drill, you know, yeah. about coronavirus, right? And so, yeah. um, so, and there it is. Now, here we go again, right? Um, yeah. well, think about the timing. Here we got, yeah. we got an election coming up in two years. Of course, yeah. But it ain't gonna yeah. work this time. Ain't gonna work this time. The antithesis, antithesis is out there. The, there's another warrior set standing up, and uh, it's not gonna happen this time. Not you know, real quick, Tommy, I just want to segue. Dale, I have to ask you. I haven't spoken to you since you were at the airport when we had that immigration thing happen. Did that thing get resolved? No. Uh, real quick, uh, you know the de the details of what happened, so I'll just kind of go into this. Um, so I'm still working a humanitarian visa. Um, we tried a couple of different out routes. Um, they lied. Um, they, you know who they are. They lied. Um, they falsified documents. Um, they did a lot of illegal shit. And so I'm doing three things. One, I've got an attorney engaged to get her status restored. Uh, hopefully with a humanitarian visa. Two, filing a lawsuit against three entities. Um, for discrimination, among other things, um, and then three, I want to expose this. I got, I got some. I have a network of people, pretty prominent, that have access to a lot of platforms out there. And third is expose this to the public because I want them to see <clears throat> what the United States government is willing to do to American citizens and veterans and their families, um, and the discrimination that goes along with that. Um, this is why I said earlier we are at war. Um, me and my wife have become a casualty in this thing, but we're not dead. And, uh, and what they have done is basically emboldened me to, to fight to no end, man. I will not abate until I get justice, period. Um, they have no idea, you know, what they have stirred in me. And it's, there's going to be an interest. So, no, it's not over. Uh, hasn't been resolved, but it's in process. And I suspect that soon the first phase will be complete. And then second phase, a trigger will be uh, following the, uh, the appropriate lawsuits um, and then follow with the third phase, uh, the exposure. So, okay. yeah, that's Thanks, all right now. Thanks for the update. Yeah, what a mess. Um, again, I was in a, in a previous <clears throat> podcast that me and Tommy did, you know, I was mentioning, uh, you know, everybody talks about how we live in the greatest country in the world. Um, I'm at a point where I'm going to say we used to live in the greatest country in the world. Um, it's no longer the greatest country in the world. In many ways, it's a lot like a third world country. Um, they operate like a third world country. Our, listen, I lived in or worked in or traveled to over 97 countries. I see when the rest of the world, I see their governments, I see how they treat people. And uh, our government's just as shitty as any third world country out there. Okay, period. Um, you know, what they're doing and what they do to the Americans, what they're doing to their citizens, what they're doing to the rest of the world, you know, um, it's unconscionable. And uh, I was a loyal American, you know, I was a true patriot. My father was in the army for 20 years. I was in the army for 20 years. My son's in the army, he's a Green Beret. My sister, my brother, sister, brother-in-law, my family, oh, Navy, I can go on and on and on, right? I come from a family, a lineage of, 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 of militaries, of veterans, you know? And now I'm looking at this country going, if if China or Russia invaded America right now, I ain't fighting, period. I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting. In fact, I'm going to help them go out and, and take care of the left. Um, that's how bad, I mean, I, we're, because we're at war within. We're at war within, within our own people, you know? And so 
I'll be damned if I'm going to go out and fight for those that hate my country, hate me, um, and have destroyed everything that uh, I have fought for before. I'm not going to do it. You know, I will fight to fight for my friends and my family and like and, and like-minded people. But that's it, man. Um, I will never fight for this country ever. I've tried to talk my son out of it. I said, "Get out." I said, "Get out." In fact, if you look, nobody's doing the military anymore. Why? Because they're not they're, they're not buying into the woke bullshit. They're not buying into the getting a vaccine. They're not buying into the wokeness. They're not buying into what's. Have you seen the latest recruiting videos from the yeah. from the? Oh, they're yeah. bad. Oh, yeah, they're bad. Yeah, they're and you bad. see that, and then they play the one from the Chinese and the yeah, Russians. They play one from Russia. Like, yeah, the, the other ones are like, "Be a man, defend your nation." Ours are like, "How do you express yourself? What do you find?" And it's like, "Oh God in heaven." Why would anybody want to join a military like that? What, well, then you have to. Then you have to conclude is. Then you have to conclude is they're not stupid. That's by design. Well, just yeah. let's keep. Let's remember this though. Let us never forget. It says we the people, and this country wasn't founded on a bureaucracy. It was founded on individual patriots that believed in the Constitution. That got together. I think it was only thirty percent of the colonists actually fought that war to have what we have now. So when it yeah. comes to us. <laughs> We're not fighting for a bureaucracy if we have to. We're fighting for the people. We're fighting for the true American people. And in that, this is what the country is made of. It's John Smith, the farmer in Iowa. It's, um, you know, Juan Gonzalez in Miami, you know, the newspaper guy. It's all those people that love this country and believe in it. And so if we have to, stack arms so to speak it's always about that it's like i mean you know we go we go down range to protect our buddies but we also go down range sometimes because in the days of the cold war we didn't want that stuff to come to our country sadly it isn't our country now and you are exactly right dale we're fighting a war with them so i think many of us have the same sentiments and but when we say we won't fight for the country we won't fight for this bureaucracy, but we will fight for America because without us believing in America, it will not it will no longer exist. And so that's, I think, sometimes what we hold on to. Um, you know, we spent all of our career not wanting to come home in a body bag from some third world country. I can tell you that the people I know have no problem dying on their own soil here to protect, you know, what... My father, who was a Green Beret, my aunts and uncles, my grandfather, all fought for. Back from my family, all the way back to the American Revolution. So, is it idealistic? Maybe, but you got to die for something, right? Yeah, might as well you, die for you, this. You, you, you. Well, I mean, you, you just, you do eventually die anyway. That is a, that's a spoiler <laughs> alert. I think but so. I mean, yeah, but it, I've heard that. On, I've heard. I've heard uh, through the grapevine. That it, you do die anyway. Seems to be the rumor, you know. It I don't seems know. to be. I come from a long line of dead Kerrigans, ironically enough. <laughs> yeah, well, but yeah. I mean, but people do comment all the time and they email me all the time. Why, why do you still have a flag behind you? It's, it's what it stands for is the best thing that's ever existed on this planet. That's yeah, a fact. I agree with that's, you. This is a fact. You're, the freedom of the freedom of speech, the freedom to practice your religion, the freedom to defend yourself, the freedom from government tyranny, giving no quarter. The freedom to grow to grow wealthy and healthy that is the best thesis that has ever been put forward for a country on this planet that that's an objective fact 
yes, it has been perverted. It has been co-opted. That's undeniable. But there's a reason you take an oath to the Constitution. I love what this flag stands for. I understand this place has been perverted and destroyed by cultural Marxism, by self-hating people. But well, I also know really, what it can be. It's also, man, it's... So let me just kind of give you another example of what's going on in the world. It's not just America, it's the world. So during a G20 summit, I was in my office one day and I see all these kids lining up on the sidewalk out on the main road. Um, teenagers, you know, elementary school kids and teenagers, right? Um, bunches of them. And, uh, and they're all holding the Chinese flag. And they're waiting, and guess who came by? Xi, you know, from China, his motorcade went by. By the way, I gotta admit, he had a, an impressive limousine, man. It looked like the Trump's freaking tank. Um, it was big too, like that, right? And they were just cheering him on, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Never saw them do that for Biden, um, you know? And there were a couple of cops standing out front. I walked out to them, and I go, I said, you know, right? And that's the Chinese, and they're like, yeah. I said, you know, that guy, that country was, they're trying to swallow you up anyways, your country, you know? And there's a little bit of a rift over in, in Indonesia with the Chinese. And uh, and, and I was like, you know, they, they would devour you guys. And uh, and here you are cheering them, cheering on their leader. Why? They're communists. They're communists, you know? And a lot of you guys are Muslims. And guess what they do to Muslims? They throw you right in the right? concentration camp. Yeah, you know, and uh, and then the guy I mentioned, he knew I was American. He said, you know, America's great. I go, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I don't fucking have your sentiment anymore, you know. I used to, but whatever. But, you know, at, at least not. But they're cheering on our enemy is what they're doing. But here's what they're doing is they're inculcating the young minds. That's what they're doing. You've got teachers out there brainwashing the kids. And that's where it all starts. That's what's happening now in our country. You know, the kids, the young people are being brainwashed, you know, they're the next generation. And if we don't stop that shit, we don't stop this bullshit in school. Um, we'll be fighting this forever, you know. Um, to so I guess kind of wrap this up on a more positive note. Dale, can you can you give me any clue on what you've been? Uh, what am I looking for? Uh drawing a blank you've been saying there is an antithesis there is a opposite to the cabal there are good people are you are, are you giving me a psyop to make me make me feel warm and fuzzy yeah because i think it's true um it's out there right it's out there you just now that i've now that i've mentioned it to you i've activated your reticular activation system you all sitting gonna look around and go, fuck there it is there it is. There Are it you is. MK Ultraing me? Are you giving me my activation key? Is this what yeah. this all was? Is this what the whole podcast <laughs> was? Are you in Bob's my handlers? Program you. Okay, got dialed in. I knew it. Um, resident fine. frequency. Resident frequency. Um, I guess no, it's out false there, memories. I'm becoming more and more aware of it. You know, the I already suspected a lot of things. G20, when I saw that, and then I saw the follow-up newscast, I realized, man, and then all, and the more I started thinking about it, the more, more articles and videos and books are popping up everywhere on this thing. But it's, it's, it's from the, it's from the right side, 
you know, the antithesis, if you will. And I'm going, holy shit, they're pointing out the, what's happening on the left. And so that's why I feel pretty, and my, my friend called me about the med beds, made me realize there's something, there's, okay, free, free health treatment, for what purpose? To put the pharmaceutical companies out of business? Great. And now I'm understanding, now I'm understanding the sourcing for everything, the financial sourcing, and all things that go along with this thing, um, who's involved globally. It's all starting to come together and make sense. So um, keep your eyes out. It's don't, gonna don't play watch. with my heart. Don't play now with start, my heart. I'll start reading. Start don't, reading. don't play with my heart. It only took a thousand twenty-five episodes to finally unveil that Boz and Dale are my handlers. <laughs> and I finally graduated a program I didn't even know I was in. I'm gonna start having false memories from Langley. It's all coming back. It's you guys dose me with acid. On your fifth program, right? Fifty-five. Do what? Yeah, but you not... were you were in the fiftieth. No, yeah, no. It, it's all coming together. You were there oh, from man. the beginning. Boz came in on cue. You guys, all the ground branch guys I've had on, I've had on like seven or eight of. Uh, yeah, it's all making sense now for my handlers. <laughs> I've been MK. I've been MK Ultra. You guys are better than I thought. Um, but <laughs> gentlemen, let's wrap this one up. Boz, thank you as always, sir. Dale Comstock, thank, you, thank you as always, sir. Good to see you, Dale. And uh, don't don't on an ending note, don't don't forget what Boz said. Is it it, it is? It's not a bureaucracy. It, it's it's what it stands for. There has been, there was, and I I genuinely believe there still can be something beautiful. Maybe that's my own delusion. Maybe that's my own faith in God. But I, uh, I'm I'm refusing to bend over. I don't. As we said, rumor has it you die anyway. So, uh, you know, it can be beautiful, and that's well, my. Just remember, positive. Tommy. It only takes one man or one woman with courage to be a majority. That's it. So don't wait on the rest of the world to take action or do anything about it. I know in my life, I'm not going to wait for all the other patriots to get on the front line. If I'm there and I'm there by myself, I'll do what I know is right for this country. I took that oath to defend this country against enemies, foreign to domestic. I don't have any problem doing that at all. Whether they stand with me or against me, I just have to do what's the right thing. And that's what I tell all Americans. So just something as, to think about. As, uh, as, as Keith said last time, Dr. Rose, if you fear God, you don't fear anything. If you don't fear God, you fear everything. I'm good at the big man. I'm all good. Inside, it's it's peace and calm. I'm good. Gentlemen, thank you so much. God bless this country. Do the right thing, everybody. It's all we got. Thank you so much. God bless. Peace.